131873 if you have a health question for Russell Setright. Now is time to jump on the phone and give us a call. Uh, we will get back to plenty of your calls uh, about um, the big election result in Victoria, uh, your perceptions of it, as well as figuring out what these uh, bright lights are that are hovering up in the sky, which we've had a few reports and videos of, one three one eight seven three. But now it's a very good morning to Russell Setright. Good morning. Um, before we get into your topics, a question I've got for you: With uh, last night or tonight, there was a the, the big election in Victoria. Yeah. People take it very seriously. Something else people take very seriously is sport. We've got the World Cup on at the moment. And we just had the, the T20 World Cup on, and there was a big match uh, involving India at the uh, um, at the MCG. And I sadly heard through uh, a teacher that I know that they had a relative that passed away because they had a heart attack during the suspenseful moments of a cricket match. How yeah, important yeah. is it to to kind of keep yourself in check, especially if you're aware of some health issues during something like an election or a sporting match, something that you might invest yourself in? I don't think anybody would expect to, you know, have a heart attack during something as 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 simple as as watching a result unfold. Well, unfortunately, it does, and uh, probably the highest heart attack rates around Christmas and Easter uh, when you're going on holidays, but the stress that's built up, I've got to drive, I've got to have this, it's going to cost us this, that increases the risk of heart attacks over other parts of the year. So definitely stress and excitement increases your risk of a cardiac arrest. That's 100% proven. And you can even die from a broken heart. Really? You know, people uh, who suffer a loss, can be so devastating, they can go into cardiac arrest as well. So, you know, stress is a major um, problem associated with many diseases, but particular cardiovascular disease, and uh, it's something that you should work on controlling if you can. We can't stop all stress. We always will have something that's devastating to us, but if we can get through that as best we can, uh, that lessens that amount. Super excitement at a football game, Yes, um, or as this case was a cricket match, certainly increases the risk. Your adrenaline goes up, your heart rate goes up, your blood pressure goes up in the fight and flight uh, program that you develop and that places you at increased risk and that can do it. So yes, the answer is yes, take it easy, try not to get too excited. But we know that that happens, don't we? Look at the ones Mm. when uh, we scored the the first try in in the soccer. Try, I called it. The goal. goal. <laughs> Getting your yeah. sports mixed up. Yeah, we hit it for yeah. six. Um, uh, 131873, if you've got a question for Russell Setright, something that might help with uh, stress, we'll get to in just a moment. First, Mark's on the line. Mark, good morning. <laughs> Hello. Got you there, Mark. Got a question for Russell? No, it's Peter. Oh, Peter. Peter, I'll put you back to um, to the panel. Um, Russell, first, tell us um, about black tea and uh, how that might help us out. Well, we just talked about heart disease and um, what this study has found. We've known that 
black tea and green tea is beneficial for people um, in, in numerous ways. Those that seem to drink it have less cancer and less heart disease, but they really looked at this with people who are older, so looking at 80-year-old people, and those that drank um, green and black tea, particularly black tea, probably there are more people doing that, which contain flavonoids, was shown to have less build-up of calcium in the arteries. Now, calcification of the arteries is a major contributing factor to many problems, including dementia, not Alzheimer's disease, but other types of vascular dementia. Um, so it's something that's very concerning as it builds up. But people who are drinking that cup of black tea uh, regularly get less of this build-up of the calcium. It has something to do with changing how calcium is deposited. It also is an antioxidant, uh, and they have less cardiovascular disease and therefore live longer. So enjoy your cup of tea, your green tea, and, of course, eating well. Uh, nuts and berries also contain flavonoids, so that's, that's something that should be in your diet as well. Another one that contains, I'm not going to say you should be having this, but red wine does contain flavonoids as well. And uh, it's been shown to be beneficial in very small amounts. Uh, you're saying black tea. What's, is there any, I suppose, well, what's the difference if you add milk to it? Well, I suppose milk's got extra calcium and, uh, and, and things that are, are not beneficial to the heart. And probably when people add milk to it, maybe they add sugar to it mm. as well. So um, so they were looking at black tea, in other words, so that it was not interfered with with any additives. So therefore, we know that black tea and green tea and the flavonoids is beneficial. When you start milk, adding things to it, it gets complicated. Uh, you know, if you've got 2% milk, 1% milk, full fat milk, no, you know, it, it becomes very difficult to actually get a good clinical outcome from that. <clears throat> so definitely... Um, the black tea and the green tea is the way to go. Right. I'll, um, I'll, I'll remember that next time I'm making myself a, a white with one. Um, Val, <laughs> Val, good morning to you. Oh, good morning. Um, yeah, I just started to ask Russell some questions. Um, about 12 months ago, I started to get um, restless legs, mainly my yep. left leg. And then about a month ago, I noticed my left leg thinning thinning out and also my left arm. I just want to know what the cause could be of the thinning of the leg and what I can do about it. Okay, well, if you're noticing uh, a change in the muscle tone on the left side of the body, um, do you have a bit of a limp with that at all? It's mainly around the knee, the um, the agitation start, the irritation, um, the like the restlessness, but then it goes away if I start walking. And then um, okay. but I noticed um, a month ago the leg's getting thinner, all right from okay. the ankle up. Rightio. And have you ever had any drooping in, in the face, like your left side of the face drooping at all? No. Oh, no. And when you smile, it's when you smile, it's a good. Both sides lift up. Properly. Yeah, the face is alright. It's just my arm okay. and my left leg. Okay, but why I'm saying that is, and I'm not saying that this is what you've had at all. But when people lose function on one side of the body, one has to make sure that there isn't been any little things like a transischemic attack or a stroke. So that's something to talk to your GP about. Um, 
because that can happen and that can be a result from that. Now, I'm not saying it is because we're just talking over the phone, but it's something that I want you to go and get investigated, okay? So promise me you'll do that because that's important to make sure. Um, when we're talking about just normal restless legs, things like magnesium can help, um, and taking that before bed is a good one. Uh, on an empty stomach, about half an hour before bed, that can help with restless leg syndrome. There are herbs, valerian can help, passion flower can help as well. But I think with that one, let's get it checked out, get a clear thing. No, it's no worries, it's just a bit of arthritis there. And that, of course, can cause it. But it's just a bit strange that you just had it suddenly in the left arm and the left leg. So get it checked out and let us know from there, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Anyway, Val, all the best to you. One three one eight seven three. Russell Set right is with me. If you have a question for Russell, give us a call. One three one eight seven three.